Buzzer Podcast, all music. Worldwide music started in local music scenes. Underground independent unsigned talent. Music you choose to hear, not the music mainstream tells you to hear. Hosted by Shay. The Buzzer Podcast is a Canadian broadcast connected to artists around the globe. Hey y'all, I am Shay and this is the Buzzer Podcast on air indie from iPad to yours over the airways. Kingfisher is back. Brent and Casey chat with me about their new EP, Generation Zero. We're going to start the show with Generation Zero. Enjoy. Do you remember how we 
Hey, thank you for coming on to the show for the second time. We have King Fisher. And again, we have Brent and Casey on the show today. Just listen before we started the show uh, to the Generation Zero, which is the title track of the EP. Incredible song. Very heavy. I love the percussion. Love the percussion. I hear a dog. I hear a doggy. Who owns a doggy? I've got a dog in the background. <laughs> What's his but name? I, What's his uh, name? Hog. Ugg? Hog the pug. Ugg the pug. That's cool, yeah. man. <laughs> I'm a real animal lover, so don't worry. I don't give a shit that it's on the air. Okay, that's great. <laughs> Say hi to Doug the pug. Oh, Doug, that's my husband's name. Ugg the pug? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> that's such a cool name. Okay. So Thank tell you so me- much for spinning the song. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. I really love the band. Um, you're doing a lot of good things in your hometown of mm-hmm. Ottawa. And uh, we were talking about the, the show Generation Zero is now over 2K in streams. Yeah, that, that's news to me, actually. Casey just told told you at the same time he told me. So that's great news. I'm in the inner circle, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> so how does that feel? It, it's good. It's it's rewarding. It's it's um it's been nice to see it grow because obviously through the pandemic when we started doing the project, yeah, um, we were limited in terms of what we could do to strictly online platforms and having not uh, up until last week having not had played a show it was difficult to uh, maybe not difficult but we were faced with the challenge of how do you drive traffic when people don't really know who you are and uh, we did play that first show last week which was great but uh, most of this traffic was already being driven through a lot of hard work and online marketing and uh, it's nice to see it pay off tell me about your first gig so we played it. Uh, we played it last week at uh, House of Targ in Ottawa with um, a band called Lime Ricky, who came up from Toronto to play with us, and a band from Gatineau just across the river called This Disaster. And uh, everyone worked real hard, got lots of people out. The bar had a great night. Everyone had a, a really fun time. It was uh, it, it was kind of like a throwback to what it was like before the pandemic. It was it was a, a great a great debut for us, I think, and, and we felt real good about it. And yes. Ricky had a, a wonderful time, I think, giving out stickers and and um, interacting with with new people from a, a different city. I think this was their first show in Ottawa. It was, yeah, that's right. The first show for the first show for the bands. For, 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 for Lime Ricky in uh, Ottawa. Yeah, for Lime Ricky in Ottawa. That's right. They they hadn't traveled outside of Toronto. Yeah, very cool. I've heard of the band from Toronto. Good. They're, yeah. they're great. Yeah. So, how do yeah. you guys get three bands together? Connect uh, through peers, or? Yeah, a lot of it's um, you know six degrees of separation from various members, and you know I know this person who knows this person, and they put us on to those guys. But um, yeah, a lot of it's just online networking and and you know previous connections we have from people within the scene and the industry, and and uh, you know it's all kind of like networking and network building. So. Uh, that's kind of what led us to to be able to to find these guys and and made new friends. Yeah, that's very cool. The reason I was asking is I was having a discussion with my husband the other day about um, that they, everyone says the, the music industry changed in the house in terms of income and the 
uh, the playing field, so to speak. But the the actual energy of the bands and artists is it's still the same because uh, I don't know if you're aware, but the Who uh, paid for uh, not paid for gave studio time to White Amy Winehouse. And oh, yeah? Um, bands, yeah, and bands connected. A lot of the big bands, uh, Cream, The Who, The Beatles, uh, yep. a lot of the artists, they connected and, and networked in the old-fashioned way. But there's many, yep. many examples everywhere with every single one of the classic bands where they've helped out mm-hmm. an independent artist or they've worked together to put on a show or a festival. I think it's pretty cool. That it hasn't died. Yes. I just, that, that, that's the reason I was asking. That's very cool. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, and, ha- and you know, one other note about that, just really quick, is that I think that the the kids who are coming up now and, and young adults who are coming up now, because of the saturation in the media of of like these uh, these talent shows that you see on on the big TV networks, yeah, um, have convinced themselves that the ticket to becoming a musician is you know get in front of Simon Cowell or whatever and sing three minutes of. Uh, of uh, a Taylor Swift song and boom, you're famous. And, and it's much, it's, it's very satisfying to see um, people of our generation and younger still kind of hitting the streets and, and grinding it out. That is the old fashioned way, because I think that when you do succeed doing that, it's, it's a little more satisfying. And it stays, it has staying power. I don't sure. know. Uh, yeah. Like I, I, there, there's a few notable that have been found in those shows, but a, a lot sure. of them are one hit wonders. Yeah, yeah. It's a lottery ticket most of the time. Yeah. I've, I've also found that uh, during the pandemic, there, when when reaching out, networking, a lot of people have the same goal, and and people have been isolated for so long that I, I'll reach out. I'll just send a random message to a random band who have who seem to have similar tastes to us, and often it leads to a conversation. And um, and we've made a bunch of connections, um, upstate New York. Albuquerque, New Mexico, uh, down to Texas, we've made connections with people that we wouldn't even necessarily have met um, had the pandemic not been happening just because there's been more networking online um, than actually in person. We, we'd rather uh, be playing shows, but in the absence of, of shows for the last two years, it's been, it's been good to build our network and, and just reach out to people um, who've been stuck inside. I, I agree with you. I agree with you. Uh, but there's been a lot of that. Uh, uh, many times uh, an artist has collabed with somebody across borders. Uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's happened a lot during podcast interviews anyways. You know, I have a little world of my podcast. But <laughs> from what I see out there, there's a lot of collab. So uh, tell me a bit about the song Generation Zero. Yeah, um, I can probably weigh in on that a little bit. I um, That's a relatively new one. So I, I don't know if you recall, but last time we spoke, I had mentioned that Casey and I had spent a couple of years writing demos in isolation, and we had this, this big catalog. But this was a relatively new one, and I came up with the music and thought to myself, this sounds pretty good. The guys all liked it, but was struggling to find uh, what to say until the uh, trucker convoy hit Ottawa in February. And um, it was sort of an expression of my feelings about how we had people on one side and people on the other side kind of arguing with each other um, instead of trying to kind of see what maybe they had in common and trying to work towards it. And it just seemed like the fight was 
was more important than the outcome to people. And that's really what the song was about to me was just watching this happen as a, as a spectator and, and just feeling so, um, let's say sad or depressed, but, but really kind of lost, I guess, which was the theme of the song, just kind of thinking to myself, how, how do we ever come out of this if we can't try to find um, some common ground to stand on where we can all agree with each other? So that was the, uh, the spark that lit the match, and then the lyrics came together real fast. Boom, you track it. Next thing you know, it's out. That's awesome. I'm happy with it. That's awesome. So what, what did you feel about the truckers showing up in Ottawa? Uh, I, I, from a personal perspective, I, I thought, you know, everyone's got a right to their opinions and everyone's got a right to their ideas. Um, and had they stayed for a day or two to protest, I probably would have uh, not given it a second thought. But um, I got a lot of friends that live in, in Centertown and Lowertown and, um they were subjected to uh, a lot of pain for uh, for a good solid month. So uh, I was happy to see them go, I guess would be the right way of putting it. I, I think it's also important to consider uh, re- however, however you fall on the spectrum of opinion, there was definitely a few bad apples who kind of spoiled the bunch in that particular yeah. incident. Oh, there always is. There always yeah. is. Yeah. There always is. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a yeah. firm believer in protests. I don't like the way the government handled it, but that's for another show. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, yeah. so yeah, so we're going to listen to You and I, which is part of the Generation Zero EP, and we're going to come back and talk about the video. Oh, that's awesome. Thank Great. you so much. Searching through my memory.
that's a, I, I see. I love that. I, that song at the first, and maybe I was right the first time. I, I I thought, okay, this is about a relationship, and then I thought, no, it's about more than a relationship, right? Yeah, there's there's so much yeah. division, and it it's so counterproductive. If if people maybe work together, even if they don't agree, um, there there could be more cooperation and and working towards a collaborative effort. I, I think that has a lot to do with it, is how much, how much time and money and energy we're wasting by fighting each other. Okay, so I, I agree. You did an incredible song, incredible song. I would say that's going to be on the playlist for sure. For oh, sure. great. We it. appreciate that so much. Yeah, I love it. And I, lo I love the uh, photography treatment you did with the video. Um, how did you <laughs> yeah. come up with that concept? Because honestly, I'll be honest. <laughs> I was surprised. Yeah. I was surprised by the video given the lyrics of the song, but it fit. Yeah. It fit. I just well, what what happened? Like how did you come up with that? Yeah. Joe Joe, who is not on the call unfortunately today, is is kind of was the um, the evil genius behind the song and behind the uh the video. His his concept in the video was um seeing like what like an astronaut being in space and and what the astronaut's seeing in his head uh as he's uh, as he's he or she i guess for that matter is uh is going through um the motions of the isolation and everything and um the theme okay. of the song and this is directly from joe had to do with um reflecting on uh, on his uh youth and um and this necessarily say regrets but uh you know like whether it's nostalgic good or bad just thinking about the time gone by and uh and and i guess he came up with the astronaut concept as a as an extension of that so the way you're viewing the video is meant to be from what the astronaut's seeing inside the helmet from his perspective i, I got i got that <laughs> yeah. i got yeah. that no i thought it was really good but i love it when i'm surprised and i love it it was yeah. very creative very creative he put a lot of thought into that one for sure definitely yeah, yeah. for sure yeah. So, how many tracks is EP? So this one is this uh, one is four. four. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So, uh, you yeah. just we're, we're gotta... trying, to, trying to do four song releases, like just in general, I think. Oh, that Keep makes sense. Are, are you are you putting out CDs uh, for purchase, or are they just digital? Yeah, no, we we did see these. We have we have them now. They 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 arrived just in time for that show last week, and they are available um, through the uh, contacting us social media accounts. We will ship. Um, so the, the the CD actually compiles the first two EPs into one disc. We thought it was more economical that way, oh, um, and I suspect that's probably going to be the way we do things going forward. You know, release four songs, and then when we do the next four, compile it onto a single disc, and then release the 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 disc as a as sort of a two for one deal. What we found was it's easier to promote online when you have um, shorter but more frequent releases versus doing a full length uh, record. It, it becomes uh, a little cumbersome to get people to listen to the, the deep cuts is what we found. Oh yeah, 100%, 100%, I agree yeah. with you. It's a very wise, it's a wise business decision. We also wanted to put out some, yeah. some seven-inch vinyl, but uh, apparently there's a, a shortage of vinyl with um, months-long delays, and that that's yeah, been putting is. sort yeah. of a cramp in our style. Yeah, we, yeah we I got know. a quote that uh, 34 week delivery. Yeah, is what we got. Yeah, yeah. I, I actually on my own on my own deck 
because you know I manage bands. So. Yep. I, yep. Uh, I have two artists that are, are not getting their vinyl. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, yeah, it's very uh, frustrating because we know it sells. You know, it's it's just that uh, people like it, but when you got to wait nearly a year to get it, it's it's kind of like you order it and maybe the record's stale by the time you arrive the physical copies and they're harder to move. So it, it is a you have to have a lot of foresight, I think, in terms of your release schedule to to press vinyl until, of course, the factories catch up with the <laughs> backlog. Yeah, hopefully will happen one day. It'll make it all more va- about um, valuable when it happens. So. Yeah. <laughs> I got, a, with- I got a vinyl collection. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, it, yeah, if it ever comes out in vinyl, I get it. I love buying it. Absolutely. I love buying it. Specifically for Generation Zero, it's so topical to, to the environment today. Uh, it may not be as relevant in a year, right? So waiting a year for a vinyl about a song that, that talks about today. Oh, 100%. I agree mm-hmm. with you. I agree with you. And you know what? Um, and I did see that you have new merch as well. And that's part of it, the CD. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if you're, if it, now the gigs are open, that's a great way to, um, uh, you know, uh, it's a great business decision to have good merch for your shows. Yeah. Mm-hmm because Agreed. people Agreed. people love to buy i think i bought every concert shirt other than an acdc one that i found in a vintage store like, <laughs> yep. um, i literally did <laughs> i was <laughs> like vintage acdc i was like in heaven but every concert shirt i bought at a concert mm-hmm. yeah i think yeah, that's where you that's get the best thing. shirts <laughs> Well, it just feels different, right? Because mm-hmm. you can it Definitely. puts you back on the stage or wherever you mm-hmm. are, the pit or wherever, wherever you end yep, you up. Got it. It's on the concert, right? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, so where's the best place to hang out with the band on social media? Well, our right now our Instagram is is kind of blowing up Kingfisher Rocks. Um, we, right. we're on Bandcamp and Face Facebook, and we have um, we're basically on all the the streaming platforms. That's yeah. awesome. Spotify, Apple Music, all that stuff. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and and we are we are very responsive to to messages, and we will endeavor to respond to everything. So far, I think we're batting a thousand on that, and we're intending on continuing. Yeah, hundred percent. You know what? That's one thing I love about you, Brad. Every single freaking post I do within thirty seconds to five minutes, <laughs> you guys are liking the post. I'm like, what did this guy sit by the phone? <laughs> you really do? Yeah, pretty much. It's like yeah, it's a given. It's great because you know everybody should. Yeah. Everybody in the industry should uh, support it, and I really do appreciate your support because that's very cool. Very cool. Well, that's mutual. We- it, it goes both ways. We appreciate your support as well. Uh, yeah. I love good music, honey. You <laughs> out, you'll get on the podcast again. Fantastic. <laughs> well, thanks for joining in. I really love what you put out. And I think the fans are going to love Generation Zero once they take it for a spin. And uh, thanks a lot, guys. Thank you, Shay. Great. Thanks for having us. And that's a wrap. Thank you for tuning into the show. Sponsored by The Buzzer Media. Thank you to the artists who share their music. Our shows wouldn't happen without their music. Subscribe at thebuzzerpod.com. Fans and artists can submit their request to Shay at thebuzzroll.com. Until next time, cheers. Cheers.